Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm in between two chairs. Yeah. I'm about to die. <laughs> what are you doing? Produce yeah, your podcast. Yeah, my podcast, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome yeah. to Kilimanjaro Podcast. Unusual today is me, the <laughs> Urkel boy. The sexy and the pretty much, you know, good people, LMP, you know what I'm saying? Let me preach podcast that going to introduce this amazing host, you know what I'm saying? Miz, my boy, he's been here in a minute, you know? I've been seeing his thing, it was small, and he even texted me when he had zero followers. Can you believe that? I would message everyone when I had zero followers. Can you confirm? Yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> I remember so you messaged me a He's lot, trying man. to tell me that I'm not important. This is what you're saying to me right now? No, not at all. I would God. never say that's stupid, you know. Well, listen, guys, welcome like to Kilimanjaro Podcast. All right. We're going to mm. dive into with a very special guest in the building. Yeah, I'm going to appreciate long time, and then I'm going to let him introduce himself. But I'm telling you, this man is ripped. Has ripped. Pause. No homo. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But I'm telling you, he's ripped because he's doing some PT stuff, and he show he showed me the training plan that he's giving me, man. I'm I'm already screaming my pain. I'm telling you just right now, Mister Gentleman. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah, Sook, the hit hustler out here. Come on, you yeah. seen the Instagram? You seen the stickers? You seen the logo? It's the same face every single time. Give it up, give it up. What give it up. Bro? Yes, Seriously, guys. Thank up. you. Thank you so much give for having up. me on. It's, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Absolute you know pleasure. Oh, round of applause. Round of applause. I feel love. I feel the love, man. I feel the love. Thank course, you so much. Give it up. Thank you. How you doing, my man? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's Friday. Okay. Ready for the weekend. The weather's supposed to be nice. Hopefully, tomorrow. Hopefully, man. That's Hopefully. what we always say, but you, it's never the case, right? Yeah. Another case. But yo man, True. so how how has your week been? Let's start there. My week has been busy, bro. Is your week just packed like on a week to week basis or do you have some weeks that are like it's manageable or? since like twenty seventeen, bro? It's just so like manageable <laughs> isn't a word that you know of. Nah, man. Okay, okay, okay. But I've come a long way with my managing of my week skills, my planning yeah, organization yeah. skills. But it's manic, man. It's but I love it. I love yeah. it. I love being busy. I love being productive. Um I actually get scared when I'm sitting still, man. I can't sit still for too long. Yeah. Um, I can't even sit in this chair without like just moving side to side. I just got yeah, so much energy really? in me. <laughs> yeah, I just got so much energy in me that I'm just yeah, man. I'm just always raring to go. Yeah. Always raring to go. Same as us. I feel like sure. that's um probably because maybe we've had like hiatuses where we haven't really been productive, and so we're trying to like make up for lost time, right? And I feel like so many people are plagued with that. Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I, th- I like think it's on like a daily a, basis. To be fair, like on a daily basis, I got energy when I do sports. <laughs> it's weird. I think it's like an entrepreneurial thing, man. If I'm yeah. honest, like you think me, so? I, I think I know so, man. Everyone oh. I see around me, everyone that's just like all right, player. <laughs> everyone that's kind of like just doing their own thing, just yeah. is always trying to do something. And like, I just love seeing it in people. Um, it can be a curse, um, mm. but it could also be a great thing to to get you to the next level where you want to be. Um, so it's a gift and a curse, man. But yeah, more of a gift. Alright, so it's more of a gift. We know that you know. We know you kind of have to say that, right? Because obviously, you know, you're trying to. 
put blueprints out there for people and obviously you're seeing results right your clients always see results blah 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 for sure so we won't talk about that right now let's talk about how it's a curse okay like that kind of mindset because right now because i'm trying to also make up for lost time because i was fucking around like around uni times and mm -hmm. stuff like that i'm now trying to like curate the blueprint that takes me to my success right mm -hmm. um so how would you say that plagues you because obviously you've seen like the success and stuff which means that you had to go over hurdles um, that i may have not seen yet yeah like th there's always going to be hurdles in life i'll be honest no matter yeah, what, what kind of point you're at in life um in terms of the productivity thing and always being on the go being yeah. a curse um it's more just kind of that fine line between overworking um and knowing when to stop and when's a good time to stop because like don't get me wrong um being hungry um you need to be hungry to take it to the next level and to do things others aren't doing yeah but then where does it stop because like when i was in my prime and i had more energy than i had now yeah like i could just go for like two weeks non-stop and there was days where i wasn't showering there's days i wasn't eating meals yeah, yeah, yeah and like don't get me wrong i was loving it because the results i was seeing from putting in the work into my own business like i would get more clients and like more pe people would recognize my work yeah and like it just felt it was feeding my purpose basically but then yeah the other side of it when it came to monday and i had to go do my nine to five i'm like yo i'm, I'm so tired like how am i supposed to get up yeah yeah, yeah. and then like it, it catches still do the up. nine to five like throughout this whole thing i still do the nine to five yeah man like that job i love as well i'll be honest the work in sales yeah um but yeah man like when it catches up to you and like i used to get ill for like four or five days randomly yeah and that would just set me back from my work and so like slowly i just learned to work 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 and then slow down and then slow down my work and just working smarter as opposed to working harder yeah so yeah, like it, it took me a, a year or two to learn and do some research on it but i mean it just wasn't worth it when i was getting ill for three or four days yeah um and then that would put my mindset into a more negative uh, effect because I'm not doing what I love now because I'm not working 1000%. Yeah. I'm just working 80% and that 80% isn't good for me because I I've just been on the hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like that's my, that's my And you go to like a muscle now, right? So like that's kind of like your default. Exactly So when that. you're taken away from your default, it kind of sucks, right? You're exactly like, okay, that. I can't even like manage being in this space. Exactly that and right? like, really i think it like just stemmed from seeing my parents just like work hard yeah and like my dad works seven days and he's like still works seven days and he, this guy don't still. sit down still still does it still does it still does it God, bro. i tell man. him i've been telling him yo one day you need to chill man yeah um but like yeah, yeah that doesn't exist i think it's just um picking it up from from that and then just kind of breaking the habit yeah um and like now i've learned to like take a day where i can just chill and it sets me up for the next six days and i'm like yo i'm fresh feeling fresh ready to go and become more productive in it mm. so when you were like 22 for example mm. why would you say like obviously you had that logic before but it just wasn't applied right so why do you think you didn't apply it when you were like 22 versus like now um well when i was 22 i used to drink shitloads man yeah um, like i only got sober when i was 24 and then i started researching how do you know by the way just I'm, I'm 29 Okay, okay. I'm 29. Damn, yeah. the be free coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me. Hey, listen, Don't remind me. I, I went through it. <laughs> nah, I was Don't cool, Don't remind man. me. You, I went through it. You're only as young as you feel, man. Um, but like, I mean, I didn't really know about all the the productivity and not working 
uh, I didn't know about working smarter as opposed to working harder um, until I got sober. Mm. And it was only when I started to talk to other people that were going through the similar things and running their own businesses and stuff. And they used to tell me like, yo, you need a day to chill, man. Mm. Um, so it was just like a learning learning thing that I did. Yeah, no, no, it's obviously it good to shit to reflect too. on that, huh? You, you used to shower too. I used to shower. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you used to not shower when you were going 100%. You, yeah, yeah. Now you, know, you shower, I, yeah. Now I shower, man. Okay. Now I shower. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just, I just. No, I showered like twice a, a day now. <laughs> I, I just want to know. <laughs> nah, they, I just want to know. Trying to make like those major shifts, you kind of like uh, belittle the things that you should be doing. Yeah, for like, real. These little tiny habits, like. Bro, like I had fucking days in lockdown where I didn't shower and stuff. Yeah, no, nah, for real. Yeah. Like it, it gets I, I like that. Shower. I was <laughs> I can't no do one, that. you know what I mean? <laughs> you guys feel like, <laughs> I can't do that. He just feels upset. <laughs> I have to get that shower. Ah, oh, no, nah, I hear that, man. But like sometimes, you know what it is? Sometimes I'm just in the zone and like. And yeah, I know the zone. I don't I, understand anything. I know else. the zone. I know the zone. Yeah. I remember like um, I had a similar thing uh, when I started this uh, this restaurant. That was supposed to be a bubble shop. Yeah. And then when we had to turn it in the restaurant, I was like, okay, we got to do this now. Mm. And then we had three days just using one room to sleep and one shower. So we did that. Yeah. But one day we somebody forgot the key. <laughs> somebody <laughs> forgot the key. So I'm out here. It's a mad story. We've I'm, taking I'm out here. <laughs> Be like, okay, I'm I gotta figure out now. something. <laughs> I gotta figure out something. And you know what I did? I had to do. What did, what you, did you do? I gotta get the whole shower. Oh. Every, oh. You know, you the know, hose? The whole shower. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about some different hose okay. right Yeah, okay. the whole shower is <laughs> basically when you shower, like, you have to get, like, quick on underneath and, and all no, that. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> you know? So I, I was having to, had to do that. Like, cold water too. Yeah, and I was like, water, I put yeah. this in the bucket. Right, pussy in the bucket, and I was like, "Okay, it's four o'clock in the morning." You did the ice bucket challenge. Before no, ice bucket challenge. Ice, bu- <laughs> ice bucket challenge. It's four o'clock in the morning. It's summertime. Yeah. Nobody's gonna text something, or nobody's gonna see me or picture me or whatever. So yeah. like, okay, I'm half naked in this shit, but let's go. Run out. Let's go. You know, run up. Yeah, who gives a fuck, man? You need to get you your know? shower. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. But, but the like, cold I shit, I can't do cold. Why? I can never do cold. Okay. See, like, stereotypically, a PT wouldn't say that. You Thank know what I mean? you. No, 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 no. But, like, what he's saying, like, cold bucket, like, just complete cold water. So, at the, generally, at the end of my shower now, I, I, 10 seconds, I turn the cold water on and stand there for 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like, But then I'm out. Well. But that's yeah. just for, like, more mentally just challenging myself. But you're saying you was getting up at 4 a.m. and having a cold bucket I had shower. to. Like, that time, that time, it was, like, it was, like, literally, we worked you had on... the choice. Yeah, we worked on so hard on that thing. I hear that. You know, that uh, we, like, um, we had, I had no choice. I was like, okay, I'm about to, like, bear in mind, madness night, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, Underground night. So, like, few people, but a lot of people because it's small space. Yeah. And you got to think about, like, okay, what do I do next? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to hit Primark in a minute, you know, get clean yeah whatever whatever so like the only thing is i had bucket shower but that's it yeah, like, i can never know? do that man that's like, intense you got you got no choice you got to figure <laughs> you out a way you got to, you got to figure yeah, out a way but it's it's easy you know like i was well, i went i went like shotless outside i was like okay let's go yeah 
You see what I mean? Get it over and done. Why do you get have it to over. do that? Because of like the one bathroom. You gotta, you gotta be clean, man. You can't, you can't surf. No, but like, no, why? Like, why clean. do you have to do that? Why I feel judged. Yo, I feel judged. I feel so judged right now. Well, you, <laughs> gotta, you could have gone to like pure gym, taking someone's coat and your shower. But yeah, but like, like there's other ways you could. Bear in mind, I gotta go pure gym and and all the stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I will do that later on that night because I'm gonna have two clothes. Yeah. But like, if you don't have no clothes, you gotta open because you decided to do a brunch or whatever. I you do. gotta, you can't. I don't listen. If you come into my house or whatever, or have to cook a barbecue outside or in the park or whatever, I would not not shower just before I get out of this, this house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will shower even if it's just like I just gonna cook and I just shower two minutes before. I will shower before I get to touch the meat fresh. or anything like this. I don't want no bacteria close to you. <laughs> like we, we've got some judgment over here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, you ever nah. miss a shower? He's on your he's case. He's on your case. He's on your case. Your DMs like, what the fuck <laughs> did you say, bitch? Like, Listen, everybody, um, everybody missed the shower, but I get, I get, I get the thing. You're a hustler. I, I like mm. that. I like that. Yeah, man, she's getting yeah, this. Yeah, why, why is it the name here, hustler? Like, because um, for me, like, when I look at working out, when I've ever like had a phase where I've been like consistent, like now I'm trying to get back into that phase, right? Um, hit seems like the worst option in terms of workouts. So, like, why would someone? <laughs> so he said, "Is me as the worst yeah. options?" You know what it is. I get many messages saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. "I wish you did something else except from hit." Yeah, just like normal workouts. But like, you know what it is. When yeah. I was starting the brand, I had yeah. to base the brand on me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to, as business minded as I am, and as much money as I want to make. Want to make it personal. I thought if I make the brand based on me, I yeah. can give the brand everything it needs. Mm. Um, I can put the energy into it. Everything I do with the marketing and branding of the brand can just be related to me. And mm. I thought that was just the easiest thing at the time. So the hit thing was because it's high intensity. Um, I was doing the one-to-one -one PT. So I don't actually do PT anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's before lockdown and stuff yeah. like that, right? So yeah. when I was doing the PT, I wanted the, I wanted the clients to have a fun and high energy session. So... Mm. The way I used to picture myself was a fun and high energy person. Yeah. So I just wanted to put my personality into a workout session for these guys. Yeah, yeah. So a um, and then the hustler bit was just because I just viewed myself as a hustler. So I thought there's no better thing than to call it hustle yeah, yeah, hit, yeah. and I'll be the hit hustler on Instagram. No, because it's a sick name, obviously. Like it goes and up it rings and it flows and, and like yeah. so yeah. So like my thing was to help people lose weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a fun and energetic way. So to make fitness fun. And repetitive so it's not a boring weight loss journey yeah um so yeah man that's that's where i got it from i just thought let me just put a bit of me yeah into this workout and yo the next thing i knew people people loved it yeah um, and did, did you feel like that because like you were finding it boring like the traditional kind of workouts yeah so and that's why you needed to switch it ex up. yeah you what was boring about it yeah so like yeah. when i see pts on instagram and still to this day um yeah, why do they suck, man? Why do the it's other so PTs suck? Can I can I swear on this? Yeah, of course you can. It's so I've sworn fucking like three boring, times. man. Like, yeah. if if you're a PT and you're hearing this, like, there's ninety nine point nine percent chance that your page is just dry. Yeah, yeah and like, yeah. no offense, but like, I just have a very like uh, a mindset that just wants a lot of fun in everything I do. Well, like your and page is very animated, right? Like yeah. the infographics that you use. Yeah. You know? So now I've kind of switched it up. Yeah. Um, but because it's because I do the coaching, so 
it's not about it's about fixing someone's life so now it's a bit more serious the yeah, yeah, yeah as much fun as i want to have yes like when the clients with me and when we're talking there's a yeah. lot of fun but when i'm trying to put my perspective across i need to let the, the potential client know that it's fun and games but i'm gonna change your life yeah, yeah, yeah. so now my tone has has actually changed because i'm i'm working with people's life as opposed to just helping them lose weight yeah, so my yeah, thing yeah. is more about lifestyle coaching and getting them to where they want to be but mm. that journey isn't easy yeah so i didn't want to market it as a, a fun thing and kind of missell it to people so i changed had to change all my tone and yeah. the way i'm marketing now yeah because um, obviously every business has like a tone of voice guide right and like sure. you've obviously applied that to your own yeah for sure right so were you always like this person who thought of brands or like got taken aback by like certain brands over others and you always wanted to build one of your own or um where did that stem from because i i feel like it happened before the like alcoholism and stuff like that um so my passion was always fitness yeah um, in terms of building my own business no like i had no dreams i had yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing like that yeah. um my parents always had their own business so i guess that's just kind of sprung okay, up fair. onto me so when i became sober so it's like more of a thing that you kind of seen it around you so yeah. you may have taken on it, subconsciously, it's, but it's, it was never like a conscious effort. To exactly, yeah. So run a business by yourself and be your own boss and red pill and all of this shit. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that, man. <laughs> it's always been around me, so I just and then I just started researching and researching. Yeah. So when I stopped drinking, I just had like loads of time on my hands. So when I was doing my nine to five, I used to come home around six thirty, and just used to be bored because I had nothing to do. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, yo, I can't live my life like this. Yeah. Definitely not. I can't just wake up go to work and come back yeah exactly like because you were you were a sales person at the time yeah so i've been i've been in the same job since i've become sober actually so i've always do been you, in sales do you do you earn um a substantial money like do you is is you earning it's, was, it's a good earning. Was, okay so it's good, a good earning. earning okay yeah. no that i wanted to know because you know like you move from being a pt to kind yeah. of life coach slash yeah, yeah you know but if like most of the people are driven by the money Right, the fact that driven by the money makes them try to get their money for themselves. But usually, what I heard from because you know sales, yeah, so many people told me to go in sales. Right, yeah. Yeah. since uh, it's been this yeah. year, like every everybody's on my case. For this, like, you definitely grab their attention. You know, everybody goes my, on my case for this. <laughs> warm so, showers in like, sales, bro. It's like warm showers in sales. Like you know what I'm saying. So they've been they've been like they've been telling me this. So, um, so usually. When somebody tells me that they wanted this business, but they wanted they're on the the people's business, like helping people, yeah. that is a changing thing for me because this is for me this is where not money is, but money of life. Yeah. You know the the valuable capital, the life capital. So yeah, so when I went into sales, the the thing was money. When I went into PT, the thing was money. Everything was a, a money originally because I because I was sober, I could think, and then I was thinking, cool. If I've got time on my hands after 7 p.m. and I'm not going to sleep till 12, I've basically got five hours in the evening where I'm just sitting still. So yeah, how yeah. can I make some more money now? So it, the, I, as I was young, the idea for me was always money, 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 money. When I got into... So as I was doing the PT stuff and it started popping off, I realized that, hold on, I'm making good money from my 9 to 5 and from the PT stuff, but people are actually like they're actually rating me because i'm helping them and 
people would just message me saying like, yo, I just, I can fit into my old jeans. I can fit into my old clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the react, the I don't know how to explain it. The, the, the fuzzy feeling I was getting inside was better than receiving a paycheck or like a transfer from a client. Because when I used to get money, don't get me wrong, I used to like, oh shit, it's coming. I got the bag, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's people- secure. I'm secure. Secure the when, bag, fam. Secure the bag. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I saw the food. <laughs> but when people were messaging me saying like, "Yo, you're helping me." Like one lady had like some health benefit, um, some mad um, health problems. She had to go to America to go have some crazy surgeries because she was having private health care. Yeah. And she spent three months with me, and she never told me any of this. And she was like. She went to America. What she a came. legend as well, man. Just keeping that on the wraps. And she is. Yeah, and shit. like, so I just thought I'm helping her to lose weight. And she would come in. She was like really quiet. And I, I just thought, all right, cool. She's, she's losing yeah. weight. This is great. So she she went to America. She came back with like five, six hundred pounds worth of like stuff for me. And I'm like. What just happened there? I, like I help. I get you lost weight. But this yeah, is yeah, yeah. This, this is a lot. This is it like, seems like too this much. This is above right? and beyond. This is yeah. a lot. And then like she was like, yo, my mom and dad can't thank you enough because you've reversed whatever problem I've had and I don't have to have no surgery. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm doing something now. I'm, that I'm, feeling is good, isn't that, it? That's, yo, that was like, I felt like an Avenger. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, exactly. I felt like yeah. one of the Avengers. So then I realized like the money is only a thing. So the goal is freedom, basically, for me. Yeah. And what money does is I've learned that money's just a tool towards freedom because now my goal is I want to wake up and do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, you need to have money to do to do that. Yeah, so yeah, now but before I was chasing money and I was do missing showers and I was missing meals and I was doing this, yeah. but now I'm showering. Like a minimalist kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Now I've kind of got the reputation and people know that I'm changing people's lives yeah so now you heard that people i don't have to chase the money the referral is now in it now i'm chasing time i'm thinking how when i can i chill yeah when my chill and you know this because every I, time you try organize something i said bro yeah, i need yeah. two weeks in yeah, advance yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. i need my chill time now yeah, yeah so yeah. that's become my most valuable what, asset what did i tell you on the way here yeah what what did you tell me Go on. what did you tell him? other people on the way here i was like telling you i was i was telling him i was like you know so many people think about like money and bitches and all of that. Yeah. And one time we went to shout out to him, by the way, F boy, Tony, he'd been on podcast before. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen the podcast of, of this guy and Jesse chase, you know, those two are yeah. very amazing people, you know, sometimes they're harsh on the way they, they want to achieve stuff, yeah. but that's what they drive. That's how they're driven. Yeah. But, um, those two, you know, those two brothers, you know, for me, because I call them their yeah. brothers. Yeah. yeah. So they, one is in model, in modeling, okay. and the other one is in the music. And I've seen it so many times that if you don't cherish the moment that you can enjoy with them talking about random stuff, quality time, yeah. those things are lost. Of and I was telling him that so many people already quick ready to do on different other podcasts i won't name it because i i'm not about to stand with people <laughs> today i'm i'm on peace mode i have a nasty week so yeah. i'm gonna peace mode <laughs> but they will say to others you know oh yeah they that uh, they invited on the podcast mm. yeah get out but like you just stole two hours of my time yeah. i woke up get a shower yeah get a shower 
dressed up, make myself nice or comfortable or after decent, aftershave, after after spray everything like <laughs> my <laughs> top notch because I'm like, you know, my top notch stuff. Come on. If there's no, hey, listen, if you people know me, if I don't, if there's so, there's so many perfume I got, okay? Everybody that comes in my house, they'll be like, what the hell? Yeah, respect <laughs> the collection. Like, what, what the hell is going on there? Okay, good, so man. they know, they know about, they know about my perfume, yeah, body yeah. perfume. Yeah. So like, and then you're telling me to get out of the, the podcast. Yeah, that's my the time, fellow, isn't it, basically? Mm. My, my time is valuable. Of course. I don't care about your money. I don't care you're a billionaire. My time is valuable. And then I was telling him like, you remember the moment where we spent at Breakfast Club? Mm. Why is that? It's because at that moment, we capitalized the time that we had. It's not. It was not about the money. It was not about like, what's the bill gonna be? It's not, it was not about like, how are we gonna do this or whatever? It was like, hey, listen, we got two hours before things coming up. Yeah. What do we do? What do we actually do? What we talk? Hey, do you saw this thing? Do you saw this man, Marco? Do yeah. you saw this, this, oh my God, the queen. And you end up with, a good moment for sure memories. So, memories exactly that's why i said i said like i turned 30 and i was like i had give away my weekends for 10 years 10 years of my life i was not i was always working on the weekend sorry to hear you know what i'm saying <laughs> sorry to you hear, know what bro. i'm saying i'm i was never be a nine to five guy yeah. you know so like as soon as i hit that jackpot i was like why everybody's hating on nine to five man do you know what it is to wake up at eight o'clock in the morning doing double shift on the on the regular? Huh? You don't? Yeah. Oh, Casey, we don't have no alcohol. What do you mean we don't have no alcohol? <laughs> it's a bar. Oh, Casey, we don't have this. Oh, God damn. You know? So, you know, I do understand that. Yeah, man. But time is time is so precious because Indeed. Once time is gone, you can never get it back. You spend money, money you can always get back. Yeah, and the thing is, the I feel like the problem with society now, right, is that the freedom that we're kind of being pushed on the algorithms and stuff mm. is getting more and more expensive. Thousand right? percent. So, yeah, obviously we need to have this thing called freedom, right, which is basically not having restrictions because of like money or like you know being able to you know fix your car randomly because you have like a stack that's yeah. there for that. You have like all of this money planted in places so that you can take care of issues yeah. so that you don't have to then have a week where you're just like at home kind of thing. And that's like kind of where I'm at. And like a lot of people who we speak uh, like to on this podcast, because they're kind of doing double shifts, like you would say, right? Like they have a nine to five, then they have that this side hustle, whether they're a rapper or like, whether on OnlyFans, that you can check the episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like OnlyFans. No, Man, bro, that, we've had an OnlyFans. That Only episode got me hooked. Yo, but people make money. People make money off that. That's what I'm yeah, saying, bro. Rex, people make Rex. Bro, this girl, this girl had um. Yeah, bro. The girl that listen. Even this, like this PT I was talking to, um, she got DMs from people being like, "Okay, I'll give you 150 pounds for feet." Yo, all girls get it. And all, like, yeah, exactly. All girls get it. It's crazy. Like no matter. What kind of female you are, you're getting DMs about your feet. And I was like, yeah, exactly. That is so, mad. Hey, it's people can out we there. Catfish just... people like that. Like I paint my feet, you know, and I will just take a picture, <laughs> like nicely. I will just like you know, some people put like some Google filter on search, it, right? Get a feet you know, pic some and send it to the man. You know, some like, fi- some filter on I know, it. I know a girl that does that. And you know she what? She's a Google fucking images. G. I can't lie. And she's a G, bro. And 
Bro, they make racks. Work in the system. Rack. You don't never have to work double shifts. You just send pictures of other people. At least I'm going to do that. I'm just going to catfish people. Fuck it. She's got like three hour week. And that's what she's doing. Have you ever seen like these, these, like, you know, like, um, I know a gay guy here and he was telling me that he's only fun too. And um, I was like, you know, for a minute I said like, pause. What? Did he say, wait, hold on. I thought he was only, that's that. How is that? Oh, uh. oh, I said like, just a quick question. How much do you make? The numbers are crazy. Rex, Rex, Man, I was like, I'm like, but like, I do understand that. You know, um, I do understand that. Yeah, uh, but obviously took people me a go time. to those extreme measures, right? Like yeah. OnlyFans, because yeah, the freedom that we're putting pushed is so expensive. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they'll go to the point of like, um, no making return. themselves almost unmarriageable to like 75% of people, right? By doing that, that that's what they're Seven, doing, right? 75, yeah. I will say more than that. I, I, I say the one, the one, the one, the, yeah. oh, I'm being the one that tell you, oh yeah, no, I could. The one that tell you, yeah, I could. If the personality doesn't match. Hey, some guys are desperate, man. They'll settle for that. The, right? <laughs> like, listen, if the personality doesn't match. <laughs> that's not like you tell somebody, yeah, I could like, because I said it before. I said like, okay, I don't mind that if, my girl would be a porn star or whatever. I said it many times, yeah. Mm. But the reason, the reason why I was saying this is because I'm a free, I'm, I'm an Urkel guy. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm Urkel. What does that even mean? Like, it's the weirdest, the odd, the, the oh yeah, the, the odd guy, the okay, unknown, okay. the like the, the random, outcast. like out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, it's the it's the definition of the outcast. You yeah. know, I'm Casey Urkel. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So like that for that reason, it's the reason why I'm Casey Urkel. I agree. You know, I'm the son of Stuart Urkel from Family Matters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he got the he got the you know the the, the little boy. He made he made it he made it. Mary Laura. Yeah, yeah, or the other girl. It makes sense. It you know? makes sense. And then got me. That's me. So the reason why I'm saying this is I was say that, but when you think about it after that, what is blocking you? Well, parents, for instance, then uh, family. Society, and, really. And man. it's, and the, yeah, the society, and the society afterwards. No, like, man, listen, my mom's telling me, like, I don't like this woman. God damn, I'm going to be like, shit. I was like, what did you do? I don't know. What did you do, woman? Because mm. see, my mom, ev- everyone, she likes everyone. everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't like you. This is a wrong thing. It's like a Drake lyric. My mom you know, like everyone. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, listen, I hate that guy. Oh, you hate Drake? What? He said, That's between the me. of his perspective. Yeah, yeah. Between, you're, between, you're between me and him. Right now. Between me and him is a, it's a love and hate. Okay. Because... Now he's now he's claiming being Nigerian, but it he, doesn't oh, even he? know Africa that well. Oh, I, I haven't. I seen him just, I just release like something. Him for his music. Listen, he, he leaked something. He, he leaked something, and my my country was there. Okay, oh. just underneath. Do you know what it means? What does it because mean? Because if you if listen, no shade to Nigerian people because I love them, but yeah. listen, if you're Nigerian, yeah, and you don't know about Cameroon, you're not Nigerian. You know, you're not. Yeah. You know because if you don't know the border uh, no, and the trouble. Point. If you don't know the border and the trouble that we had there, like to separate th- those yeah. two countries because they were they were united yeah, because they yeah. was it's a bound to it's a bound to country. If you don't know those, man, I don't want to talk to you. But I feel like more time Drake is just a businessman, man. So he's just dropping the culture kind of- vulture. I said it, and this is why I don't yeah, like it, that bro. That's that's the businessman. I don't think he's trying <sighs> to disrespect anyone like that. And yeah, I don't think it's like, a bad. I, no, I, I no. personally love Drake because of his business mind. He's just like a marketing god. Yeah, but like this is the, this is this is where this is Africa comes into my mind. 
But yeah, no, no. Obviously, that's a sensitive subject for yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm like, but, as uh, an outsider, I, I wouldn't think he's trying to do that. I yeah. just think he's just trying to involve Nigerian people just to like his music more and just grow that segment of the world. Yeah, I know, but that culture vulture doesn't, Co- doesn't yeah, sit yeah. with me. But yeah, yeah but yeah. coming back to you, so like we talked about those things. Yeah, I want to know how did you come to to becoming because I, I catch up like like a vibe. Mm. earlier when Mies was telling about he was keeping telling me keep, keep telling you alcoholic alcoholic what did you got what how did you cut to that point um so the alcohol story actually started when i was went on my first holiday with my friends um we was like 17 and we was just drinking just to drink we didn't know we were just partying yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but like was that because of like the friendship circle that you're in you kind of just were all on that kind of vibe yeah, like we were just kids, man. <coughs> we, were just, we didn't know. We didn't know any better. 17. Came, 17. And you're strong. I started we, at 22. We went. 23. I yeah. had my first drink at 13. God damn, you wasn't a Frenchman. Was that like from a family member or that something? That was from or? a family member, my yeah. cousin. Okay, okay. Um, And it wasn't forced or anything. He was just like, mm. you want to try it? Just try it with me. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So is that vibe. So. I started Shout out like, to my French people. <laughs> so is that vibe. Yeah, no, we we all have like a cousin like that, man. You know, so is that vibe. Like that that shit, you know what I'm saying? And then and there was a time, yeah, that I was like eight, maybe seventeen, yeah, and I wasn't allowed to go to the shisha lounge. This was how goody two shoes I was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, no, we can't do that. It's illegal, you know. I'm not of the age to go to a shisha lounge. Imagine I was saying that. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. But yeah, we all have that cousin. But carry on. Um. So you had that first drink when you were 13. I had my first drink when I was 13. Then I like started drinking, I'd say, once a month when I was 15, just going like, to parties. And my house parties and that. House parties, that kind of thing, high school yeah. thing. And then 17 is probably where it happened, like three, two, three times a week where mm. I was like, meeting my friends. Um, it kind of took a tumble for the worst when I broke up with my... Uh, like first girlfriend. I, I was gonna say first, but then it sounds like I got a lot <laughs> <laughs> with with the next girlfriend. Nah, and like, man. I, I got like five exes if that makes you feel better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And listen, we we don't body shame here. I'm I'm Casey. I don't body shame. <laughs> I don't I, I, no, I'm married. I'm I'm, oh. I'm married. Oh so. shit! Oh shit! Congratulations! Yeah, Congratulations, man! Like. Thank Marry you. before thirty, yeah, yeah, boy, you. and money, uh, boy. Yeah. You, you ain't the jackpot. Come on, man. Come on, come. Uh, on. It's okay. She ain't be mad. I know. I'm, yeah, I know she's pretty right. and nah, sexy and all that. She knows everything, man. She, but, um, exactly. So, like, don't worry. <laughs> Hold your car honest, brother. It's all right. Yeah. No, but it's a thing where like you don't want to give her credit for you tumbling in that spiral. You know right? what it is. Like, even even me, like I had a similar thing where I had like a long term relationship and then a spiral to like escapism it's not even about the credit or anything that's just really where it started and it was yeah it was my first heartbreak if i'm honest yeah exactly um i'm a very emotional dude i'm yeah. a very emotional dude and i didn't realize this when i turned 30 so i didn't know when i was 17 how emotional i was yeah, yeah, yeah. um so when i broke up you're masking it right for a while of course like you know what yeah, it's yeah, like being a man in this yeah, day and age yeah. you, can't, you can't cry you can't tell your boys i'm hurt exactly no, no. exactly uh, now you can well, but not can, not but too much five years ago if like, you do no, too much i'm gonna say you're a pussy yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but sometimes we, you need to get checked you know you get a real check you know but yeah other than that like we we hear you like you know what i'm saying like this is what this is this is why, like, sometimes I hate the Minnesphere for this because they make sounds like we are whining bitch, and then some other times this is the woman that makes us for think sure. like we're yeah, whining bitch. Yeah, some men go on podcasts and they make themselves victims when they go on podcasts to like shame women for being victims. 
Yeah, you see what I mean? <laughs> no, so, like, <laughs> no, no, no bullet lost, but oh, right. still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a very emotional dude. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm very sensitive. Um, yeah. But when I had my first heartbreak, like, I didn't know how bad it was until I stopped drinking. So what I was just basically doing is just drinking to numb the pain. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every time I drank, to me, I didn't have to think about how hurt I was. And don't get me wrong, like nothing malicious happened in the relationship. It was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it was just normal breakup. It was a departure. That's it. But like, the, and now you had to feel like this yeah, the big situa- gap, the, and then the you situation, it was something the situation, else. how you how you felt was different regarding the way you, the way it actually happened. Exactly yeah. that. Exactly that. Um, that price is so I just like I just started, started drinking loads. Yeah, I was out pretty much every day. Just, not doing anything crazy just like going to eat whatever whatever yeah, but yeah, like yeah. we would just drink 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 and when i'm saying drink i'm like talking like a 70 cl or a liter just between three four people oh yeah. shit on a casual night Damn. yeah and then friday saturday we're turning up so just drinking it down at nando's or something literally that, literally, that literally, yeah, yeah. as embarrassing as it in, is to say casual like, moments, yo, casual we're, just, we're just hitting like a vodka bottle just to go nando's and just go yeah, chill yeah, yeah. um and then if we like finish dinner by 10 shit like another hour really we, we can just go yo let's have, have a few more drinks and this is just like a casual night this is just casual like chilled and then when you yeah. decide to party because it's birthday time it's then we're going pre-drinks at someone's house so one or two bottles there then we're going to the pub before we even hit the club so that's another couple drinks yeah. there then we're going to the club and then you got like one two three bottles depending how many people are there mm. so the intake of alcohol was just like <sighs> extremely wild liver problem liver uh, oh Yo, I had liver problems. I had kidney problems. I went to the doctor. The doctor told me to do a stool test. So those yeah, that you know yeah. what stool test is, is you, you poo in something. I was just too embarrassed to do it because yeah. I knew I was fucked up and the pain I was in. Yeah, and you didn't want I to knew, see the results I, like that. Yeah, I yeah. knew something was wrong and I had no one to turn to because I didn't want to turn to someone and say, yo, I'm a fucking alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do? So I carried on, carried on, carried on drinking. And when I'm taking, when I'm saying excruciating pain, I'd wake up yeah. in the middle of the night and fucking where my kidney is, my lower yeah. back, um, it's fucking, bro, I'm like standing up, walking around and like, I can't sit still. I can't do anything. I'm just like dying. I, I felt like I'm like dying basically. And I woke up the next morning and the first thing on my brain was, yo, I should tr- stop. Yeah. I should stop because this is bad. Mm. But two hours later, I'm texting my friend, Terry the dog, I need a cold one. Should we go to the pub? And yeah. that's it. The pain's forgotten about. And now we're back to square one. Square one, just doing the same thing we do. And I'm there's no pain, there's no problems, so I'm good. So I've totally forgotten about all that and carried on. And then when it really got bad was like uh I had a stomach ache one day. I was like trying to go to bed and this stomach ache was like the worst stomach ache I've ever had in my life. So I had a few stomach problems generally, so I had like my appendix removed. Um, and I think the stomach problem was just due to poor diet, like extremely poor diet. When I was drinking, I was eating crap. So this last time, I was having, I was having like mad cramps on top of my stomach. Yeah. My mom gave me something to eat. I just puked it straight out, and I was like, "Listen, man, I think I need to go to an amb- like I think you need to call the ambulance because this, yeah. this is pain. This is the worst thing I've ever felt. Unbearable pain, basically. Unbearable. Like yeah. I can't even talk to her. I'm just saying, I'm pointing yeah. at, at my fingers when making a phone sign saying, "Yo." yeah do ASAP something right now then the ambulances come and they're trying to strap me down to the stretcher and i can't 
be strapped down because, because the, pain. the pain is excruciating. So I'm yeah. telling her, yo, let me lie on my side. And she's like, nah, we can't because we're driving. And I'm like, listen, fuck all that. I get the safety, but yeah. don't worry. I'm nah, not going to sue you. <laughs> I'm not trying to sue you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to get rid of this thing in my stomach. She, so she put some morphine in me and that's it. I, I woke up and I'm in the hospital and the doctors come over and she said, you got pancreatitis. I'm looking at her, yo, I don't know what that is. And she's yeah. like, oh, you got damage to your pancreas. And my mom's next to me and she's just looking mad angry. Mad angry. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I still don't understand what's going on here. Yeah, because you're probably looking around at that point. Like, obviously, morphined up, right? You're not really, like, that conscious I'm yet. just happy that I'm and in pain. And then you're seeing everyone else's emotions around you, and then you're adding it up, right? And my mom just got a mad screw face, and the doctor... Yeah. And then my mom just said straight away, is it because of alcohol? And the, <laughs> the doctor's smiling and just nodding, saying yes. And yeah. I'm like, you fucking bitch, <laughs> man, stop. <laughs> <laughs> my mom just told Nigga, me. You're my doctor. My mom just told me. Not like hers. That. I'm like shit. Doctor client privilege out the window. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what? said you could. You, you didn't sue the ambulance. Why did you not sue the fucking doctor? The doctor, man, for getting me in trouble. The Why did you not <laughs> sue the doctor? The amount of PTSD she's given my mom, I should sue them. I can't lie. Oh my god. Um, Another racks of bags you could have been for free. <laughs> but you know what it is. See my mom's reaction. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that, me, that's the snap me into shape, bro. And I was like, okay, this is serious. This isn't a joke anymore. It's not my parents nagging at me, telling me, yo, chill the fuck out. This yeah. is, I was about to die, I think. You about to die. So I was actually okay mm. with the pancreatitis. Now I was in mad pain, don't get me wrong. And I was yeah, like, but like, it's, it's curable. So two days into the hospital, I, um, I caught a lung infection because my immune system's fucked. So now I'm on a ventilator and I'm, I'm into intensive care ICU unit. unit. And I'm on this ventilator and like yeah. the doctor's saying he can't breathe. If we take him off the ventilator, he's not breathing. So we need to keep him here. And I don't know what intensive care is. I've only heard that people are like on their last days yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, yo, I'm only 24. There's and no chance. you've shows and that and you're like, I'm thinking, ah, yo, there's no chance I'm going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> I didn't come to this earth to just be 24 and go because yeah. of alcohol. And then I see everyone around me just like looking mad, sad, and bare worried. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is the place yeah. where people- Shit, people die in this thing. And this is going through my head and I don't, I don't know how to process this. So I'm thinking, yeah. okay, this is that place. And I'm like, shit, people are sad because of me. I'm thinking, yo, this is, this is not, this is this not, not right. This is a plot twist. Like, what, you know what I'm saying? What the? Like, what's going on here? So then the doctor was like, yo, your your lungs are flooded and we need to drain your lungs and it's because like you was sick blah 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 so they were like as soon as we take this ventilator off you for your body to breathe it's going to be super difficult so they needed to x-ray me but to x-ray me they need to take me off the ventilator so there was a very short window for taking me getting me off the ventilator to the stretcher yeah 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 so when they took me off the, the ventilator from my ICU bed to the stretcher, yeah. it was four people just lifting me up, literally three centimeters. Bro, those three centimeters was like the maddest thing I've ever felt in my life because I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And all this like stress and trauma, like... Bubble to the surface, innit? Bubble to the surface. Then I'm realizing, yo, this is serious. <laughs> like, I better stop making jokes in my head yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. trying to stay positive. Because like now, nah, you're like, hey, nigga, I'm about to die. I'm I just, 
I could have used a drink. Like three seconds of my life, I couldn't breathe. Like physically couldn't, had no oxygen in my thing. And I was like, okay, this is it. Um, And then like, yeah, when I came out of, uh, the doctor told me like, yo, you can't drink anymore. Actually, one doctor told me like, this happens quite a lot. So if you want to drink, just don't go crazy. And then like the head doctor was like, yo, if you have a glass of champagne, you're going to die. So don't yeah. risk it. <laughs> the head doctor is always, the head doctor is always the worst, man. Like, <laughs> so he was like, "Don't risk it." And like my dad just looked at the head doctor and was like, "Yeah, this guy's." Yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. This don't guy. listen to the other person. <laughs> He's like, listen we to get this. the we get the director. Yeah. <laughs> we get the director. <laughs> Literally, this guy calls the shots. Um, and then yeah, man. Then like what it was like the reason why I stopped drinking was just seeing like my family being sad because of me. Yeah, and I'm thinking like I don't want anyone to ever feel sad because of my actions yeah the only person that should be feeling sad is me because of my fuck-ups yeah yeah, yeah. Um, because you want that accountability right because then that accountability in your life you've seen obviously the fruits of that for sure right for sure taking yourself to a level where you can be accountable and you're scheduling stuff in right so you're seeing the beauty of it exactly and um it's funny that you say that because obviously in your pt thing you kind of make people feel the opposite way to how like your family was feeling at that time right? yeah yeah um so and that, it obviously really affects you the way that people like kind of like interpret your actions right? exactly that and you know what that's the first time i've ever actually had that said yeah. out loud and because yeah. what my job is to do and what i get purpose from in life is making other people feel great about themselves yeah and i realize now it just stems from the trauma i had with yeah, making yeah, my yeah. family feel bad so thank you for uncovering yeah, yeah, that no, exactly. unleashing yeah, that for me yeah <laughs> um, this is amazing like this is i'm baffled by this i'm, I'm sorry but like, i'm baffled by this yeah, because but it's, it, it fucking sucks that you needed to go into such a dark hole to get there right you had that initial thought where you were like i can kind of like get out of this for sure so like the drinking kind of thing, thing but like, you relapsed because maybe did you have like friendship circles that were geared around drinking exactly and that, that was your new schedule yeah so like my like my parents were always worried how much i used to drink and like i don't blame them and like, yeah. Like, yeah because they could see it it's it's stupid how much as I soon as they can see it like my my father still said that oh yeah it's true you don't drink yeah. he's always thinking i don't drink like yeah. to this day why because i never been the guy that was going for the drink. Yeah. My, my brother did that. We went on clubbings. I was like, what are you drinking? He's like, I'm, like me. I'm, I'm 17, I'm 18, whatever, whatever. You know, yeah. so, but this is, this is, wow. Yeah, so, um, oh, I forgot, uh, I forgot where I was. Um, so you were so the friendship circle, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. In my mind, I like, I didn't think the drinking thing was a habit. Obviously, I was like alcoholic thinking, looking back at it, but I never like, doubted myself like i'm never gonna make it in life because yeah, yeah, i just yeah. i literally just thought i'd grow out the habit to be honest i would never would have grown out of it because i was addicted to it but i just had this thing in my head where i just thought you know what like i'm always gonna be good yeah because you, life, you no didn't accept what. it and like you could always like figure something out later on right like yeah. you're only like in your 20s kind of thing that's what we all kind of think right but like a big thing why i was stuck in it was the friendship circle um and like yeah. i learned a lot about the the friendship circle and people's environment now because i do the coaching thing and like no matter what you want to do in your life you have to make sure everything around you whether it's like stuff in your room your family your friends whatever you have in your car the music you listen to the podcast you listen to they ha- all have to align with the goal you're on yeah because if you subconsciously program your mind to keep thinking all right cool like you guys for example if you want the next best podcast you're gonna ha- have to st- 
start hanging around with people that are doing the best podcasts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't be hanging around with people that aren't doing podcasts and expect things to blossom for you. Yeah. Um, like, don't get me wrong, you can do it yourself and you can do it with, like, a f- your people, but you need to make sure that, like, it's always podcast vibes and always how you can progress. Yeah. Um, and, like, same thing with fitness. Um, so my mum always keeps chocolate in the house. Always, always, always keeps chocolate in the house. Yeah, no matter what. No matter what. And, like, she wants to feed her kids. She wants to make sure her kids can have whatever food they want. Um, and now I don't live with my mum. Like, my fitness game has just changed so much better because there's no chocolate in the house. There's, it's just that temptation from having the sugary stuff is is not there. And it's my environment. Because it's there's so no funny, man. It's the same thing with me and, like, Chevro. You know Chevro? Uh, no. Like, the Indian snacks. Oh, Chevro, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so that that's like my like uh, kryptonite, basically. Yeah, it's the smallest details in your life. Yeah, that people don't even pay attention to, like your fragrance, for example. Yeah, my fragrance is family thing, man. But that's, <laughs> everything, but yeah, that's everything. Your whole vibe, yeah, I, I, you know I, I get the, the whole vibe. I, I get it. Yeah, and that's like how you carry yourself. And then I, I was like, you don't eat chocolate no more. Yeah, no, because it's I really a bigger like piece of his personality than he may let on. Exactly, yeah. man, and it's. I think, I think, I think, you, I, I, I see what you mean. You yeah. know, um, in contrary from your intake, I would say the details that actually impact the way you want the way the way that actually impact the way you know you you carrying yourself or the the way you're gonna you're gonna progress. I think is it depends of. What you choosing to not have, and that's that's what you you were saying. Yeah. You know, so or, uh, when I when I was sober, so I used to hang around my f- my friends that used to drink, and I used to go chill with them. They used to drink, and I used to just chill. Mm. And this was when I was doing my nine to five, and what I was doing was just chilling with them. And like, yeah, we was cracking jokes, um, but that's like two three hours of my evening gone just. Yeah, and jokes. it's not just that, right? Because it's the aftermath of that that you have to. Like, and then I realized, like, yo, this like as as fun as the cracking jokes is, like, yo, we're just doing the same shit again. Yeah, these guys are still drinking. Yeah, that's 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 maybe yeah. the link up that comes to. We're it. not on the same path, and I yeah. really want, like, I really did, like, because they're my friends. I really did want to still chill with them. Yeah, but of course. You I built just, like all of these like memories right into like a bank, and yeah. So for me you to kind, kind of have of, to let that go, right? Yeah. When you want to progress, but like they were like fully understanding of it that just I just yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. be around them because I've just got other shit to do now. I'm yeah. I'm not in that environment anymore. My environment's changed, so I spend a lot of time with my our sales director at work. Yeah, and now I've become very good at my job, and it's no surprise because I spend a lot of time with this guy. Because you spoke to someone who was like years yeah, ahead of so, you in the thing that you wanted to do. Yeah, and like personally, I'm very selective with the people I chill with because yeah. for me, I need to be around people that are looking well, to grow. It's fucked you up at one point, isn't it? So like you're, you're going to have to do that. Yeah, so I wanted to, like I always want to hang around with people that can teach me stuff. Yeah. I'm always eager to learn no matter what it is, no matter what the trait is, no matter what skill they have, no matter how much money they got, no matter what background they come from, everyone has something to learn from. And... Don't get me wrong. It's I can't just be chilling with anyone. As soon I can catch a vibe, as soon as I hear this person say two, three sentences, I know if I'm gonna be a long term friend of theirs. Yeah. Um. So like, I'm just very selective with the environment, but it's just because the environment has such a big impact on you, and it's like growing up. So I grew up in Southall, 
if you walk around South of Broadway, and actually, I, I noticed a funny thing at South of Train Station the other day. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with Southall? Yeah, I'm there a lot. Are you familiar with South? Yeah, I went. I went see a girl there one time. <laughs> 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 a shout out to the girl he lived. <laughs> Um, so I, I went to I went to South of Train Station and yeah. they have this art piece at the station. Yeah, I remember that. That's the first thing by the by the, um, the in big, the waiting yeah, room. Not in the waiting room, but I noticed the one that said Kumari something. And okay. in the big when you get out of the, the 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 station when you walk the stairs, there's yeah. there's an uh, hangar or like a temple or something like that. I don't yeah, know what it is. Temple. But we have a massive fresque. I don't know what's the word in things. So it's like it looks like a big graffiti on the on. Yeah, 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 super nice. And before that, there was a uh, this this like it's colorful. There's a lot of art. Okay, no, no, I'm talking about there's just a waiting room in the station, and there's a there's an art piece. Yeah, and in the middle of that art piece is a pub called Glassy Junction, and it's an iconic pub for Southall. Don't get me wrong, it's an iconic place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what that says to me is Southall, in the middle of the heart of Southall, in this painting, is alcohol. Yeah. So. You, if you're growing up in Southall, blood twist that's again. Staple, basically. So when people are coming to see the Queen, and the, sorry, the King's coronation, they're seeing a pub representing our town. Yeah, exactly. Do you yeah. get what? Do you get my drift now? So from when the moment we grow up, we've only seen alcohol in our life, and this is I'm talking Indian culture now. I was born in it. I was born in it, oh and like that's God. why I like I never look back thinking I, I was just, I was an alcohol. I hate I hated myself. None of that, bro. That wasn't my fault. I was born. Don't get me wrong. I always had choices to make, but it was very easy for me to fall in that trap. Yeah, yeah. So now where I'm at, we represent the, your the culture of, the of where you grew. You you grew up, bro. In. I don't want people to see my hometown as a pub. That's not what I stand for. Yeah. Where I grew up. Nah, this, I'm a hustler, bro. I'm in the gym six, yeah, seven days. Why is there no gym? Why are you chilling? I'm in the gym. You know what I'm saying? But it's so, going to be the majority that's going to be represented, right? And the exactly, man. In South so is like that. Like I spent a lot of time in South or like. To be honest with you, a lot of people are either really motivated and because they're really motivated, they escape with it. Yeah. Or they're really unmotivated and because of that, they drink and because they don't have anything to look forward to. Right? Yeah. So it's like one or the other in South already. Like there are a lot of hostels in South. Oh, for sure, man. There's so like, there's so many people that I met in South that are like not the stereotypical person from South. Yeah. And to me, I think that's just such a great thing. It's like. It's such a, such a beautiful thing to see someone yeah. escape it as well because it's very easy to get caught up in. I'll be very honest because everyone's doing it. Yeah, you walk outside your door that you can see someone drinking a beer can yeah, yeah, five yeah. in the morning, no problem. Yeah, at you a bus walk stop. across South or Broadway, you might see someone. They're gonna invite you for yeah, drinks anyways. Your, at the your house. friends are gonna be yeah. drinking. They're gonna be eating fast food. So yeah. it's it's that's the environment thing I'm talking about. So like it's it, to me it's just super key about what's around me and yeah. who's around. And that's me. why you're so like adamant about like picking and choosing carefully, right? Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm I'm not a cunt. <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah. a cunt, man. Uh, but like I'm just very selective with yeah, like. But I feel like everyone goes through that phase, right? Like you were probably in that phase even more so because of this whole like you care about people's reflections of you thing, right? So you're like, okay, I want to be the person who's like joking around, making people feel good. Yeah. And you knew that the way to make the people that you were surrounding yourself with feel good is by drinking with them for sure you know? people i felt like that with smoking people pleasing yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. i feel like everyone has like people pleasing from it's like school time yeah it's kind yeah, of like yeah. taught to us yeah, you, know yeah. What I mean? you want to fit in with your with your friends yeah, exactly, and you want to exactly. be the, the dude as well man yeah yeah so we're like thrown in that and we mm. kind of have to like decipher when we shouldn't be and when we should be um 
But yeah, I feel like you needed to be burnt in order to like go 100%, right? Yeah, 100%. But man. did you feel, because obviously your parents always had like a business and stuff, did you always feel obliged to do something similar or like to achieve because they had like a.